Hello, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I decided to ditch the everyone, at least this one time. So I did say that I was going to give a travel tip, and that travel tip, it had more to do with um, taking a COVID test to get back into the States. And now that the States dropped the COVID test, negative test requirement, it's kind of irrelevant. But um, basically, if you're abroad, you want to take your COVID test, and let's say you have to take a COVID test. Let's speak hypothetical in hypotheticals. If you're abroad, you want to take your COVID test on video from your hotel room. You do not want to take it at the pharmacy because when you take it at your hotel room, you're able to quarantine in your hotel, which means you could come and go as you please. But if you take it in the pharmacy, the pharmacy calls the local police department. They pick you up. They take you to their holding cell for like 10 days and you cannot leave. So you're basically, if you take a COVID test in your hotel, you have your freedom. If you take it in the pharmacy, you are a prisoner. And that must be terrifying and crazy and weird. And I didn't want to be a part of it. So as soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, I have to tell people this travel tip. There y'all go. That's the travel tip. But as I said, we dropped the um, negative test mandate. So I did mention how I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into some things that took place in episode one. Um, so I'm going to start off by, by reading or by talking about um, something that I saw some P-Valley fans saying, and it actually makes sense to me. And I just have to apologize in advance for any background noise you hear. It's Pride weekend. People are out and about acting crazy. So that's where the soundtrack is coming from, if you hear anything. So I actually finished episode three of P-Valley um, earlier this morning, and we will be getting into that later. But right now, I just want to tap upon some of the things that I did not address in episode one, because I've been doing more research, reading what fans are saying, and it is highly entertaining, absolutely hysterical. So sometimes I like to bring... I'm trying to bring more of that to you guys. So, the fans were saying that Mayor Tydell and Uncle Clifford used to fuck. They said that the way that Tydell asked Andre, Are you fucking Uncle Clifford? In season one is suspect. Now, you have to also remember the way that Uncle Clifford is looking at her TV during the mayor's funeral. It makes me think that Uncle Clifford and the mayor did have a history together. Um, but, and it also explains why Uncle Clifford was so hurt by Murda. Can you imagine how many times Uncle Clifford has had to keep her romances a secret? That's probably all that she knows. And side note, Reading about this show, every single person is basically misgendering Uncle Clifford. And one podcaster um, or video blogger, Bondi, said that if Uncle Clifford was named Auntie Clifford, it would be a lot easier for us. And I appreciate P-Valley, though, um, by having Uncle Clifford be a woman named Uncle Clifford because we have to put a lot of effort in 
to keep it straight. And that's how it is in real life. So I'm up for the challenge, but it is sometimes it's definitely it's definitely difficult. Now, as far as Uncle Clifford may be sleeping with the mayor, we got to get to a place as people where we stop just assuming that one person who stands next to or uh, one male who stands next to a, a gay male is gay and you can catch gay, you could catch homosexuality. Like we really do the most sometimes with just, it's like we just um, pick, it's like we just point in a direction and say, this person is gay. And we need to stop it. However, I wouldn't be surprised. I really would not be surprised, though, if Mayor Tidal and Uncle Clifford have some type of history because I feel that Uncle Uncle Clifford did feel pretty guilty um, or just was Uncle Clifford looked pretty sad when she was watching the funeral. And I would love it. I would love it if they did sleep, if they were sleeping together. I mean, I don't know. It would just be entertaining for me. It would just, like, expose the hypocrisy that is just so incredibly rampant amongst um, homophobic people. So, Keyshawn has a black eye. I didn't mention this. Um, And Katori Hall said that she wanted, the show's creator and writer, said that she wanted to cover the pandemic and the domestic violence hell that abused women were living in. These are my words. Um, because they were locked up with their abusers. And, quote, Katori said, quote, Season two is much darker and heavier, reflecting the state of the world. We also channeled that darkness into horror movie aesthetics, which you'll see across all ten episodes. Um, and Katori also asked Lil Murder to write an escapist strip club banger full of flex and fantasy, and that's how we got When I Come Out, or When I Get Out, which is the song in episode one that I really, really love and enjoy. Um, but yeah, I, I can't even imagine what women who were being women and men who were being abused by their partners. I can't imagine what it was like to have no escape because for 24 hours a day for months, if not at least a year, you just got to be right next to your abuser. I mean, how sad, how tragic. Um, so then now I'm looking over my notes and some of us, you know, some of it's a little, I have to tweak as I say this because I, t- we, everybody was like, oh my God, that guy in the back seat who, you know, sat up with Lil Murda. Now we know that that man, a lot of fans already knew, but I didn't pick up on the face. That was Pico. Pico is the one, um, that Lil Murda fought at the pink when Pico said that Lil Murda is gay. Anyways, Pico is now a part of Lil Murda's rival gang that that Maine is also a part of. So it's like Pico um, is very unhinged. Pico was attacked by Lil Murda and now he's now he switches to the rival gang. I mean, he's 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 bad news. Pico is very bad news. So then we also see Keyshawn climbing in her baby's crib and telling her a ghetto Rapunzel story, as Katori Hall called it, and her daughter, her baby, quickly falls asleep because it's bullshit. Um, That's what the fans were saying. They were like, the baby just immediately fell asleep. And honestly, um, you know, we get a little insight into why Keyshawn is so color struck. She may have been mistreated because she has dark skin. Um, I just, I can't relate 
I cannot relate to any black person of any hue um, who wants to be white or who is obsessed with fair skin and light skin. I don't relate whatsoever. I'm horrified by all of, by that complex because I was raised to be proud of being black and I feel sorry for everyone who wasn't because my entire life I've just seen people struggling with these inferiority complex wanting to be white sometimes or just um being a being way too obsessed with what someone's skin tone is and All of it is is sad and disturbing and uh, that it really makes me appreciate that P-Valley is kind of um, causing us to think about some of its viewers. Some P-Valley viewers may be able to see themselves through Keyshawn and if you're anything like her or just don't want to be like her, make sure that you do all that you can to raise your kids to be proud of themselves and don't like in my house, there was no talk of light skin or dark skin or good hair or bad hair. And it really, really shows in as far as what I say on a day-to-day basis versus people who grew up in different households. So I just watch, um, Keyshawn and I'm horrified because you're taking your little daughter and talking about long hair and, um, light skin or whatever and it's like that's not what you should be teaching your baby you need to be teaching your baby that your baby is beautiful period and you shouldn't try to be um having your daughter think about what features you think are superior like it's like if Keyshawn was really victimized because she had dark skin and didn't have hair to her waist she's passing on that same harmful messaging, repackaging it, and teaching that shit to her daughter. So I'm horrified, I'm disgusted, and I think, though, if Keyshawn is with a black man, that'll really help her to just understand that it's... I think it will really help her understand more of who she is and to be proud of who she is and to stop being so hung up on light skin. So, um... We see that Derek tracks Keyshawn's menstrual cycles. And this, honestly, (laughs) I mean, P-Valley is giving me so much material that my, like, my jaw just drops as I watch it. Um, Something that I want to say about this is that I've always felt that, like, being on your period is obviously a pretty good excuse for not fucking and... I feel, or I wonder if um, Derek tracks Keyshawn's cycle so that she can never tell him she don't want to fuck when he wants to fuck. You know? I mean, kind of makes sense to me. I don't know why he's tracking that shit, but he's obviously tracking it so that she can never at any point say that she is on her period when she's not because he already knows. And um, it's gross. It's... (laughs) Derek has nothing to offer, but like, what? You were just on, you were on your period on, um, May 4th. It started at 6.05 PM. I like, I can't with Derek. Y'all are writing the shit out of Derek. Y'all are crushing it. 
Um, Katori wrote this script. She's crushing it. She's killing it because it's, he's so hard. He's so hard to stomach. And honestly, there was no Derek in episode three. And I honestly, let's be real. That's why everybody is excited about episode three. Okay. <laughs> Cause we didn't have to fuck with, we didn't got to see Derek at all. Okay. So, um, so a prediction for this season that I completely agree with. I think it's obvious. It's not really, um, Fans are saying it, but I kind of feel like I see it or I hope I am right. I hope we're all right about this. But I think that Keyshawn is going to seek revenge against Derek. I think that she may kill him. I do. Or what I think might happen is I feel that he might end up behind bars. So I think Keyshawn might kill him. Somebody else might kill him, might fight him, um, end up in jail. I will. I would love to see him. Um, I would love for him, honestly, oh my God, I just, I just thought of this right now. How about Diamond and Derek season finale, they decide to have round two, okay? And then Diamond almost finishes him off and then the cops come in and he walks out. Um, Derek leaves in handcuffs which is where he needs to be. Like, Derek can't be out in these streets dating bitches because that's is not going to be good. Um, let's see here. So people are saying that Big L and Montavious, they may have been in the same gang because Big L wears a ring that's similar to Montavious's ring. I don't know about this, but I will try to pay more attention to it. And I kind of would love that. I love, honestly, I love as many plot twists as possible. You're not going to, you're never going to lose me with a plot twist. Um, And then lastly, I want to say that I love Lone Burner's new song, When I Get Out. Shout out to Jay Alfonso. I need to watch him on an interview or something. I need to learn how to say his name. Um, I like, and Katori wanted the drumming in the song. There's the drumming. He's so talented. I'm sorry, but Lil Murda, I just... I really, he takes the best photos and he is one of the hottest guys on P Valley. Like don't sleep on Lil Murda. That man has a very good face, very good face, very good lips, um, nice deep voice and great smile. Honestly, Lil Murda, like off the show, he wouldn't be my type, but on the show and like when I see his photos, he is completely my type. I'm like borderline obsessed. Um, so then lastly, Andre is supposed to care about Haley and Uncle Clifford, but he still wants to buy the pink. Um, Andre is very problematic. So I feel that in season one, we thought it was cute that he liked Haley. And now we see like, he is no good. Like Andre, I'm not the only one. Like I don't ship Andre and Autumn. I don't care no more. I really, really want better for his wife. I am hoping, like, I need Andre's wife to find a new man. Like, I want Andre to fly home to Atlanta, and then his wife is riding someone else. (laughs) And then he's, oh, 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 how about this? How about this? Andre flies to Atlanta, and his wife is fucking one of the Kyle brothers. Okay, please. I mean, I wish the script wasn't already written because that's what that's what I need. Or one of his best friends, like, she needs revenge. 
because I'm just so bothered by how one-sided their relationship is. It kills me every single time they interact. You just see one person cares and that one person is Andre's wife and Andre don't give a fuck. Andre the whole time, he's just, all he could do is think about Haley. Like, I need their marriage to end immediately. So hopefully, like, that's my prediction. Like, Andre's wife needs to cheat and leave. Like, I really want her to get her nut before Andre gets his nut with Haley. So, please do us right, P-Valley writers. Please, please do us right. Okay, so those are all my notes for episode one. I'm kind of on a time crunch. So, after this, I'm going to record my episode or my um, review of episode two. Um, so it will be back to back so I can keep my word. I said I was going to drop something Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So, um, my, I'm going to record my review for episode two right after this and my episode three recap, it might come out on Thursday. So it'll be Wednesday or Thursday. It might come out on Thursday because I'm sorry, there's a lot to unpack. (laughs) Like if you saw it, you know, there's a lot to unpack. Oh my God. Oh my God. Episode three. Whew. I'm trying to keep my comments to a minimum right now because unfortunately y'all got to be subjected to my hype when I talk about episode three. So, um, thanks for listening. Shout out again to all my new subscribers. 